Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Hope everyone is doing great. Now, as you know, over here, we talk about learning languages, but I, I often talk about learning languages through stories because that's the method that I've developed over the years to, to, as a kind of an alternative to traditional language learning. And, and there's a question that has come up a lot in the last, well, I guess in the last, in the last year or so since I've started really kind of focusing on this, on this method and on this term story learning, which I've kind of coined. Um, and a lot of this is a lot of questions, a lot of questions have come up about it. One in particular is the question that we're going to answer today on the podcast, which is quite simply, how do you read as a beginner? And I often get comments uh, on, on on my YouTube videos when I'm, talk, when I'm talking about how to learn with stories. Um, there'll be like 200 or 300 positive comments. And then one person will leave a comment like, Ollie, I found you out. I've spotted the flaw, the fatal flaw in your method. You know, you're talking about learning through stories, but you you forgot something. How can you read a story when you're a complete beginner and you don't know any words? And um, you know who you are if you've left this question. Of course, the real answer is, well, I've talked about this a lot. You've just got to watch the right videos. But I understand that not everybody has 24 hours a day to watch videos by Ollie Richards going on, banging on about all these things. So I thought I would answer this today. So how can you learn a language through stories as a beginner when you don't know any words? So I thought what I'd do to explain this is tell the story of how I developed um, my programs to learn languages through stories. And throughout this, I'm going to be referencing my programs um, because it's the most obvious thing to do. It's the best way to explain this stuff and explain my thought process. So apologies in advance if this sounds like a, uh, as a veiled uh, sales pitch. It's not supposed to be that. What I want to do is explain how I arrived at the concept of teaching through stories, particularly for complete beginners, because that, after all... Um, is is the whole point of this story learning is for complete beginners it also works for people at different levels um but it but it is intended the heart and the core of the method is intended for beginners all right um so many years ago um i discovered the power of learning through stories and i'm not going to repeat that here because you've all heard it before uh it's the story of me on top of a mountain. Give me a thumbs up on on on, uh, on the on the on the live YouTube here if you've heard me tell the story of the, on top of the mountain. I'm not going to tell that again. Um, but a few years after that, I started to think to myself, well, okay, well, how can I do more with stories? Because I've learned so much through stories. But how can I what can, what can I what can I do with this? How can I help people learn through stories? And so I started writing these books, these books of short stories for beginners, uh, which you can find on bookshops around the world and done phenomenally well largely because people like the idea of learning through stories. Now, the issue with these books is, I think people see them, they see these books of short stories, and then they see me banging on about story learning as a method, and they're like, yes, but Ollie, you can't read these books as a beginner, as a complete beginner on day one. And my response is, no, you can't. You're absolutely right. There you go. I've confessed. My confess is my mea culpa. You cannot read... Oh, I would not advise reading my short story books as a beginner on day one, unless you already know a very similar language. Like, so let's say you, you, you know Spanish and you're reading the Italian book. 
But of course, those books are not designed for complete beginners. Those books are designed from, from A2 to B2 level learners. So I wrote these books and I thought, well, this is great, but it's only for people who already speak the language or know some of the language. What can I do to help people who are complete beginners in the language? Because after all, the vast majority of people um, want are, are still beginners in language. A lot of a lot of you guys listening to this are going to be more advanced language learners, more sophisticated language learners. But let's not forget that most language learners are not. Most people have never got really beyond day one of the classroom. And my aim as a as a as a teacher, as an educator, is to help people learn a new language who haven't learned learned a language before. So in many ways, I'm not really talking to those of you guys here who are who are more advanced. I'm talking to those of you who I'm talking to people who are really struggling to get started with their first with their first language. So I started to think to myself, right, I've got these these storybooks, people love them. How can I develop this into a method where, where so I can teach you a language through stories from the beginning, whether you're learning Japanese or Spanish or Turkish or whatever. And it actually, to be honest, it stumped me for a long time. I didn't know how to do it. That's why, it, for those of you who have followed me for many years, it, it took it was quite a big gap between when I released my short story books and when I released my uh, uncovered courses, Spanish uncovered, French uncovered, and all of that. And the reason was I was figuring out how to do this pedagogically in a good, solid, effective way. And I, I spent a long time testing it. And one of the reasons I think that my programs have been quite successful is because they really work because we took the time to really test them and figure out what is the best way to take a beginner and teach them through stories. So I said before that you can't read my books of short stories as a beginner. And so the key to, to learning through stories at any level is to read material that's at the right level for you. Okay, this is the, your comprehensible input 101. And so if you can't read actual books in the language when you're a beginner, what, what what can you read? Well, obviously, what you need is very simple, short material. Now, we are all used to this stuff from our textbooks. If you've ever if you ever bought like a teach yourself text like learn Spanish textbook or something, then in there, what do you have? You have a bunch of dialogues, right? Uh, hi, my name's John. Hi, John. I'm Mary. Where are you going? I'm going to the shop. Like really super simple, really boring stuff. But as a beginner, at the beginning, you need that stuff. It has to be simple because otherwise you very quickly get overwhelmed. So what I started to do was to write stories that are that are like those kind of beginner textbook stories, but much, much, uh, sorry, like those beginner textbook um, conversations, dialogues, but in story format. So they're simple stories that are very simple and aimed at beginners, right? Now you're in a position where you can start to read as a beginner. And so what I do is I get you to read these stories over and over again. That's the first thing you do. You read and you listen to those stories over and over again. And yes, on day one, you don't understand anything. But that's part of the plan because I want you to actually spend the time immersed in the story. Just, just letting the sounds go into your ears looking at the words on the page. So step number one is that you need to have very simple, carefully graded materials, short, very short, very simple stories. The second thing you need is lots of repetition. So you're going to read those stories over and over again, even though you don't understand, because your brain is smarter than you are and will pick up a whole bunch of stuff gradually. Right? When you see the word the words I am repeated over and over again, your brain naturally starts to wonder, what does that mean? And then once you figure it out, it stays in the brain, right? So you need carefully graded material. You need 
lots of repetition. But the third crucial thing is that you need help to notice what is happening in the in the story, right? So I will give you this simple material, these simple stories. I'll get you to read read it and listen to it a bunch of times, and then I'll sit there virtually and help point out like this story. This word means this. You see that sentence that you read over here? Here's what it means. Bit by bit, show you words and phrases that help you piece together the story. Right? It's just like in a textbook dialogue on on day one of your beginner's textbook where you're kind of reading this back and forth, you've got this word list, and with the help of the word list and, and the dialogue, you kind of piece it together. It's the same thing, but it's in story format. Okay? And that is basically the answer. Um, it, it, it's not exactly that simple, because it, it took me a lot, there are other, other problems, and it took me a lot, a lot of time to figure that out, but that's basically um, how it works. Right? So to answer the question, how do you read stories as, the, as a beginner when you don't know any words? The crucial question is, depends what stories. If you're picking up one of my books, I don't have one here. If you're picking up one of my books, you won't be able to do it. What you need instead is carefully graded stories. Now, where can you find those stories? Uh, you can find them in my courses, which are on my website, IWillTeachYourLanguage.com, but you don't have to use those. Link has got a fantastic um, collection of, of, of simple stories for beginners. You can go to your typical kind of textbooks, your teach yourself textbooks and stuff like that. They may not be stories, but they'll be, they'll be simple dialogues. And if it sounds dull, the truth is it is a bit at the beginning, but it's okay because the beginning phase is the shortest phase. If you think about the spectrum of language learning from complete beginner to fluent, right? And then you compare that to a football pitch, that real beginner phase is the first inch of that football pitch. You pass through it very quickly. So when you're learning through stories, part of what you need to do is actually kind of power through that beginner that beginner phase, and you're you're learning some of those, you're kind of learning and probably memorizing like some of those really simple uh, words and phrases right at the beginning. But very quickly, if you go through this in the right way with help, what happens is you graduate from the kind of really simple stuff to a point where you can pick up one of my books of short stories, for example, and then actually read it by itself. Now, let me give you an analogy. If you've ever learned to drive, I don't know about you, but when I was first learning to drive, my, my dad took me to a car park. Um, like a, it was like a shopping center car park, which was empty, right? And I would sit behind the wheel of the car for the first time, and I'd hold onto the, uh, the steering wheel, and I'd kind of press the accelerator, and I'd be totally scared because this car was just like jerking forward. And I, I'd be kind of, I'd be driving around this car park, uh, trying out the controls for the first time, right? But because it's a car park that's empty, it has certain conditions. There's no other cars to hit or bump into, so I'm safe. There's also an edge, which means I can't go out onto the road, onto the highway. I'm actually, I'm, it's contained. It's a safe, there's that word again, it's a safe space to drive with very little danger and lots of time and a supportive person there to actually help me get used to it. Learning with stories, the way that I teach, is exactly the same thing. At the beginning, you're learning stories, you're in that car park, there's no other cars around, there's no way out, so you can't go onto the main road, you're safe and you can try it out. So that is how it works. Now there are some questions here, like, well, what do you do with a language where the script is different, like Japanese, where you have kanji? Or what about a language with uh, that, that has no cognates, for example. What do you do then? So here's 
here's how I approach a language like Japanese. So I have a course, Japanese Uncovered, where we teach Japanese through story from the beginning, from day one. And my approach is to teach you using romanization at the beginning. Now, I don't normally recommend that you use romanization to learn any language. It's better that you learn the script. But the problem is with a language like Japanese, the script is vast, right? Which means that uh, you, 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 you don't want to have to learn the script before you start to read. Otherwise, you'll never start to read, right? So what I do is I have you reading using Romanized script at the beginning and at the same time teach you hiragana, katakana, and then some kanji so that you can actually learn to read in Japanese. We do the same thing with our, our Chinese Uncovered course, which is coming out in September. At the beginning, you're using pinyin because although it's not ideal to use romanization, the biggest trophy, the biggest prize of all is to actually start to learn through stories. So actually start to read and get that input, right? Through reading, through listening, because when you get that input, then you'll start to learn by yourself and you've got time to learn the script at the same time, all right? So the very simple answer is, if you're learning a language with a difficult script, then use romanization. Just remember to also learn to read the script at the same time, right? This is not a, this is not a, 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 um, a kind of get out of jail free card where you don't have to learn the script. You absolutely do. Remember the point of reading is to read. You need to learn the script. Uh, but I don't think you need to learn the script on day one. If it's a language like Russian or Arabic with a simple alphabet, a simple script, you just learn it. It's easy. But any other languages that are more complex like Thai, like Chinese, like Japanese, start with romanization and then move swiftly on to, um, to reading characters. In, in Japanese Uncovered, for example, it's in 20 modules, our course. The first 10 modules, you're using romanization. And then the second 10 modules, we switch and you're then reading hiragana to, 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 to read the story, right? So in a battle between you know, gun to my head, if I'm in a burning house and I have to save either the script or the stories, I save the stories, right? Because that's how I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a lot further, faster by actually starting to read. Now, in a language with fewer cognates, like say Chinese, then that is, uh, it is indeed a challenge because if you're reading stories in a language, in, in a romance language, for example, you've got tons of cognates which can help you. It's the same with German, with Germanic languages. A lot of cognates that can actually help you spot often about kind of 30% um, of the words right away. Um, but you don't have that in a language like Chinese, right? And so all that changes is the pace. So rather than having longer stories, we use slightly shorter stories because you've got to go over them a lot long, a lot more times, many more times to actually learn the stuff, right? And so basically that's it. To read, to use story learning as a beginner involves making sure that you're using real beginner material that's been carefully prepared for you, lots and lots of repetition so that your brain can naturally soak it up, and then help from a more experienced other to actually uh, notice what's happening in the text. And then you keep that up, and before you know it, you are off to the proverbial races. So I hope that it's helpful for those of you who have been wondering how this works. Again, if you want to, uh, if you want to get a full explanation of story learning and how it works, then I, I recommend going to my YouTube channel. Um, just search YouTube for Ollie Richards, and in the 
um, the start here playlist at the top, uh, you'll find a video which is um, how to learn a language through stories. Uh, it's about 20 minutes long, it's quite long, but it really outlines the method and how it works. So that should uh, answer any of your questions. Uh, so thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Please make sure to follow or subscribe wherever you are. And I'll see you, well, actually, no, before that, a quick announcement. If you want to leave me a, a, a message to, uh, like a question in a voice note for me to answer, then I do this on the podcast. You can go to iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash ask and leave me a message there and I will answer it on a future podcast. So thank you so much for listening and I'll see you back in the next episode of the I Will Teach You A Language podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you do enjoy the podcast, then you're going to love some of the email courses that I've created. These are completely free email courses which are written specifically for different languages and different levels. I've spent years writing these things. So whether you are a intermediate Spanish learner or a French beginner or Japanese advanced, whatever it may be, I've got email courses that give you some of my best tips for learning those languages at different levels. So whether you're struggling with how to get started, whether you want to know how to understand native speakers when they're talking really quickly at you, whether you want to get better at learning grammar, I've got stuff for you that I send out completely free over email. If you'd like to get these tips, then please go to iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash tips. That's iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash tips, T-I-P-S, and I'll get them sent out to you right away.